This is the end. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. Hi, I'm Ivy Beckenholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week, we are going to talk about Shrek, of all things, uh, Iowa's economy sputtering and falling behind. But we are starting with the headlines of, of, of the end of the legislative session, finally. Um, it was just before midnight, Wednesday night. Um, Ivy, uh, I'll let you dive right into the, to the news. But uh, first, are you as glad as everybody else is that this thing is finally over? I mean, kind of. But I mean, they just passed. <laughs> they, of course, I'm very happy that it's over. But they really just pushed so many things in at the last second that was just horrible. So I mean, we'll talk about it all, but definitely not excited for the results of the session. Well, uh, for sure, there was. I should have phrased that a little better. The results were terrible. Oh, I yeah. mean, but but at least if they're done, they can't do any more. Uh, can't do any more harm. Right. So Speaking for of, this year, yeah. Speaking of uh, harm, let's get, dive mm-hmm. right into it. So okay. in a late night, last minute vote in both the House and Senate, and then uh, really Governor Reynolds signed the legislation later that night to restrict local control control by demanding schools and cities not mandate masks. So they kind yeah. of went the opposite direction of a mask mandate, just really told them that, you know, schools can't say that you have to wear a mask, really putting children at risk because a lot of children can't be vaccinated yet. Uh, this was just really shocking. Uh, firstly, because obviously this is horrible legislation. But secondly, they did it so fast that night. When I woke up the next morning and saw this, I was just shocked because I didn't even know that this was in the realm of possibility, really. So what was your take? Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all the, I mean, there were so many things that um, we thought might happen, but this is just. This is taking away somebody's ability to do their job as an local elected official, as someone who um, wants to be responsible in their community. Um, and some of the fallout from this has been really bad. Um, there have been um, – <coughs> because this was sprung on schools that night effective immediately. So it wasn't like there was a delay. And a lot of schools only have a few weeks left um, uh, or, or you know, very little time left in the school year. And so uh, a lot, most of the time laws take effect the next fiscal year. Um, so there would be like uh, some time to implement these changes. Um, but this happened immediately. So like that next day, uh, parents were had this sprung on them very, very quickly. Uh, they had to make decisions about what to do with their kids. Like were they going to send them in masks? There were reports of kids like being bullied for wearing a mask because um, – and just all kinds of all kinds of things, um, and all kinds of terrible things. So it was just it was it was it was just an awful piece of legislation mm-hmm. that they jammed through at the end. So uh, that did not need to happen. Exactly. I saw what you're talking about on Twitter with the uh, kids being bullied and such because they're wearing masks and a lot of other people aren't. I just think that's yeah. really horrible. I think it is something that she should have been looking out for. So. Absolutely. Uh, next up, the Iowa um, House and Senate signed uh, sent legislation to Governor Reynolds uh, to it's a bill to raise penalties against protesters. 
Um, so it's been sent to her office this week. She'll likely sign it soon. And it's just really unfortunate because, mm-hmm. again, we've talked about this before. It's just retaliation for last summer. And it's just even more upsetting because, you know, this will just uh, heighten uh, disparities between uh, races in prison. And it's just really horrible because they didn't even pass any protections for people of color this year. So No, they didn't. They did all the... They, they did all this to, to, to just have a chilling effect on people speaking out, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean, that's all this is. Like, it's just little, like, so many different things that will chip away at people's rights to speak out and, and or make it harder for them or increase penalties if they happen to do, um, do something that's, that falls now outside of the, the law. And so it's, um, that's the point, though. They don't want people to speak out, and it's really, um, it's really disturbing. And yeah, I think you're right. It is just payback or retribution for last summer. I mean, I still like as much as, um, as much as, uh, um, there was criticism of from the right of of the protests that happened last year. I don't think the governor signs her exec does an executive order um, uh, allowing uh, uh, felons to vote. If if that if that hadn't happened last year, I mean there mm-hmm. like there are really important changes that happened, and and a lot of it was driven by the demonstrations, and so that's what they want to stop. They don't want to have that that strong of a voice from from people um, uh, protesting. Exactly, and it's really just disheartening to see even the way that they Republicans talk about what happened on January six, as if that's not really a big deal. But you know, right, exactly. For- your rights as a human being are just so horrible. So, yeah, and they were calling they're calling those folks tourists now. I um, saw that. That's so. Which horrible. is just a whole nother level of absurdity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll dive into this next one. The budget passed, um, and there were a lot of uh, um, uh, giveaways to the wealthiest, and um, and really undercutting our or, or gutting our ability to to fund programs in the future. Um, one of them is, is, uh, is the way is changing the way mental health is going to be funded. Their state is taking that on, um, which is scary to me because this is, they, they don't like to fund adequately fund, uh, healthcare programs, education, uh, um, funding, any, anything that, that is good, provides good services. They tend to under undercut, uh, underfund or, or, or privatized, which ruins the which ruins the uh, experience, uh, or ruins the service. Um, so, uh, the other piece is that is that they 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 did away with the backfill, which which uh, when they cut property taxes years ago um, uh, at the state level, or cut the ability to raise property taxes. You're hearing from our special guest right now. It's our son uh, Joseph. So. Um, uh, and, uh, anyway, when they cut the property taxes years ago, they allowed the state to backfill a little bit on the funding. And, and so they, they took, they are phasing that out. Now they're getting rid of that, um, which just cuts off, it's again, cuts off a revenue source for local governments to fund so many important programs. So it's, it really is going to ham is really just going to, um, damage our state's ability to provide basic public services. And but that is what they want to do. They don't want the government to do anything, like literally anything. 
And, and so that's what this is all about. So I, I mean, sorry for just going off on that a little bit, but it's just, these are the kind of decisions that when you see things like the murders of, of two correctional officers in Anamosa years later, or when you're going to, if you see, um, uh, Iowa being rated like dead last in mental health or, um, or when you see our, uh, 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 drinking water going to absolute crap years later, like these are the decisions that they're making and have made for years just to, just to slow, just to shrink, shrink, shrink the size of government and cut off public services. So it's, it happens a little bit at a time and it happened again this year. So again, yeah, sorry for just going on a rant there and not asking anything, but I, I am fed up with this kind of, of small minded, uh, or, or short sighted, uh, thinking. So, I don't know if you have any what your thoughts are on it, but I just could not believe. I could believe that they did it, but I just was flabbergasted. Right. No, I completely agree. <laughs> totally. I mean, firstly, with uh, changing the way mental health is funded, that's very concerning. Basically, you hit the nail on the head because they are constantly underfunding programs. We saw what happened when they underfunded prisons, and they've just let like it be overcrowded uh, as well. You know, two people died. People were receiving six times the normal dose of COVID vaccines in prison, the inmates. So there's just a lot of problems in Iowa. And I think it's not the time for the, you know, state government to take on more because they're not doing it right. So, yeah, I think local control would be better in this case, which is not usually what I think. But, well, I mean, (laughs) obviously, I think local control is good. But, you know, I love big government. I'm just totally like, saying the wrong thing here. <laughs> but yes, very democratic is what I'm trying to say. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but more this week, some crazy news. I guess it's not really unexpected because she pushed for this, but Kim Reynolds signed legislation expanding charter schools. This is just problematic on so many levels. Firstly, outside groups, they can uh, come into Iowa and start a for-profit charter school. And we don't even get to see what they're doing. They can hire people who have backgrounds that, you know, can be harmful to children. So I think it's just really concerning at that level because, you know, Democrats try to pass that amendment to make sure that, you know, sexual offenders can't be teachers. But then, you know, Republicans didn't want it for charter schools. So there we go. That was just- Yeah. And, and they like, this is another way that they cut off local control mm-hmm. too because – you can already, if you're in, you can't do it if you're out of state. That's another change they made. But if you're an in-state group that uh, wants to start a local charter school, you can already do that. Mm-hmm. You can apply through a local school board, um, and or you can go through a process, and, and that's decided at the uh, uh, district level. So, like, I don't. This is just a takeover by the state, uh, basically, to allow unaccountable groups to come in and do this. So which is what they want. Exactly. Well, last but not least, the Iowa House and Senate again passed the proposed abortion constitutional amendment stating that, you know, Iowans don't have a right to abortion that's not in the Constitution. So basically, they're really just trying to attack women and, you know, people who identify as women for whenever, you know, if Roe versus Wade is at risk, which I think it is going to be with this upcoming SCOTUS decision. It's just really concerning. Yeah, they they um they already uh or they they've already tried to make it harder to get an abortion mm-hmm. in this state, and this is going to 
codify this would codify that for um putting by putting it in the constitution um um and so it's really it's it's this is another disturbing move um that uh there were a number of amendments even included to try and add language to add like to add exceptions for um rape and incest um and things like that that were just shot down so they're not interested in in good healthcare policy they're just interested in their own ideological idea ideology um and narrow just sort of narrow-minded agenda here so um yeah not not surprising that this happened but um just part of that last few days which we called the 48 hours of horror Mm -hmm. for a reason funny how they're really for you know personal freedom personal choice with the mask and everything else that all of a sudden when it gets to women's bodies it's like no no yeah they're not they're not really for that they they're they want to control they want to say what what goes and what doesn't Mm -hmm. so Next up, we have our hot takes where we give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. I had to include this one. Shrek has turned 20, the best movie ever. I didn't know that. Ever, so that's all. Wow, best movie. That's a pretty uh, big uh, compliment. I mean, it's very good. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. And I don't remember if I've seen the sequel. There's how many? There's like 18 different <laughs> I wish there were 18. Sequels. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's like, it, it's basically like, it's the, the Fast and Furious at this point. Mm. There's like, eight, there's so many i can't keep track but there there are a few right there's at yeah least three? there's i think there's at least five. Oh wow four, okay five, right. something oh, so i good. i know i've seen the first one mm-hmm. it's been a while but happy birthday shrek yeah um have you shown jojo, JoJo and pd this no <gasps> they have not seen shrek so i don't know what the age level appropriate right. age level is so um uh i mean I, i'm sure they will at some point uh, maybe maybe they could yeah. so there's yeah there's no anti-shrek I'm not anti-Shrek. Very just, good to know. I'm not, definitely not putting it number one, though. So. Wow. I mean, High School Musical yeah. is number one, obviously, but you know, that's right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just have we'll a need lot to get of into your opinions. full list at some point yeah. and, and, you know, um, pick that apart. Definitely. Uh, it's a, probably an age thing, which gets us into our next topic. Um, I found out this, this week or last, recently, mm-hmm. I'll say, that I'm a geriatric millennial because I was... Um, I am going to turn 40 later this year, but I was born between the age ranges. If you're born between 1980 and 1985, you're considered a geriatric millennial. So I guess, I, I don't know what, I mean, I didn't really read too much about what, what necessarily <laughs> that means, but it didn't sound great. I, guess. I know, uh, geriatric. But, I don't like the sound of that. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh. So my hot take is no thank you. Yeah. That's it. I'm very nervous for one because I think I'm Gen Z now. So I'm very nervous okay. for what that's going to turn into uh, later yeah, on. Yeah, all of a sudden it's going to turn. Mm. It's going to a switch is going to flip, and you're going to be a, you're going to be you're going to be geriatric. Oh, so just just look out. Mm-hmm. I'm warning you. Um, last up is uh, we added this to hot takes because the news just broke today. It's Friday um, that that Iowa lost jobs again. Um, and our economic recovery is falling behind the rest of the nation. Um, the rest of the country is gaining jobs, and Iowa is losing jobs and has been for a while. So um, quickly, my take is that Reynolds doesn't know what the hell she's doing, and her decision last week um, about taking Iowans off of federal unemployment benefits, um, this makes more sense because she's trying to tell the story that Iowans are somehow lazy and we don't want to go back. People don't want to go back to work. 
I don't believe that's the case. I think people want to want to want to get a job, want to do want to do good work if there's a job worth having. So she's trying to tell that's that's why she's doing that. She wants to tell that story. What do you what do you think? I mean, I completely agree. She's trying to say there's so many jobs out there when the real story is there's not really that many jobs. And, you know, even though there might be um, a good amount of jobs out there right now, they're not necessarily good jobs to have. We need good paying jobs. We need jobs where people can, uh, you know, collectively bargain for their you know, what they need. So mm-hmm. I just think it's really yep. clear uh, what Reynolds is trying to push out and hopefully we have our shout outs where we lift up great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Progress Iowa or at Potluck FM. Uh, really, we just wanted to shout out our great teachers and, you know, just families who have to really deal with the decision made this week at the Capitol. Uh, which is the mask removal uh, that was just really horrible so just want to thank them for that and want to thank ISCA as well for advocating against that advocating for our students for sure and I'm going to give one last shout out to our special guest our son who you've heard babbling on the back of this podcast um, he is a champ and this is how it goes when you're working from home during, mm-hmm. a pan- during what's hopefully the tail end of the pandemic so Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Pollock Media Network and that would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.